What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Ribbit, ribbit. Hell yes. Love that energy, Greg. Of course, we're also joined by, it's Christmas in October, Joey Noel. Good morning. Hello. Good afternoon, whatever time it is. And rounded out the group today, the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello, everybody. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing great. After a phenomenal episode, I'm doing great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a time to be alive. Of course. Look how good Andy looks, though. Sorry, Tim. He's looking good. He is looking good. This is a great outfit. Good glasses. You would never guess his coffee was lost in his own house for 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I... Yeah, yeah, you know, let's just leave it there because that definitely it adequately like explains the entire situation without yeah. giving away the, the the realities. Um, Greg, I did want to bring something up to you. Recently, um, I watch a lot of this show called The Bachelor on ABC. I don't know if you've heard sure. about it, but I have, I have to watch a lot of commercials during it for the other bullshit that ABC is doing. Of right. Course. And then every once in a while, I'm like, we got to give this bullshit a shot, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's usually these really bad game shows. There's this new game show, Greg, yeah. that people go. And it's a karaoke game show, but they choose a song and they sing and the lyrics just stop showing up at a certain point. Sure. And they have to get the lyrics right and take a bet on how accurate they are. And I'm like, Greg Miller, this show was made for you. You need to compete on whatever the hell this thing is. Like whose line is it anyway? Or whatever the fuck. You do the intro. I'm going to Google ABC karaoke show. Good, good, good. Uh, This again. Kind of funny screencast. You could watch it live on youtube.com slash kind of funny, or you could watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we will be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad free, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Al Tribesman, and Fargo Brady on YouTube have all done. We appreciate you all so very much. Uh, today, we're brought to you by... I saw Andy make a little face. You excited that Fargo Brady has a YouTube channel? No, I, you're getting really real body. Damn. <laughs> damn. Well, I'm excited for, for you, Fargo Sound Brady. Oh, okay. <sighs> I've been having these robotic yes, problems. I'm excited. I'm excited, Good. yes. Good. Um, a little bit of housekeeping for you. Next Friday, everything is about to change for Kind of Funny. We're going to be doing our marathon live stream. The hierarchy <laughs> is about to shift. It's about to change, and nothing will ever be the same here at Kind of Funny. We're debuting the spare bedroom, our new 5,000-square-foot studio. It's about to be dope as all hell. 10 a.m. live on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. All day, we'll be hanging out, debuting, revealing, and just having fun in the spare bedroom, the new kind of funny studio. So come hang out for that. Take the day off work. I promise you we'll make it worth it. Uh, we're brought to you by Chime and NZXT Canvas QHD monitors, but I'll tell you all about that later. Andy, you already wet our whistle a little bit about what you thought of this episode, but continue wetting it. What'd you think? Phenomenal episode. I think this top uh, front to back was the strongest episode that we've had so far of She-Hulk. And I've enjoyed a lot of the other ones as well, but even when Matt Murdock wasn't, you know, swinging his way into our hearts, he's not Spider-Man. He didn't swing. But you know what I mean? <laughs> he even, when he's not, even when he's not parkouring his way into our hearts or listening to our heartbeats, mm-hmm. um, I think the comedy was just on point with this episode. Um, and then any moment he and Tatiana would have a little back and forth and she'd look at the camera and be like, you're feeling this, right? Uh, I'm just, it's hilarious. This episode was Sparks. fantastic. You felt the romance. Uh, it was it was great. This is like kind of the perfect episode. I think I had a blast with it. Greg Miller, hi, hi. What do you think? Loved it. 
one episode. Had a great time with it. Really thought it did a great job of being She-Hulk and being funny uh, with everything Andy's saying. I thought we got a lot more of the break the fourth wall, even the end, right? Of Oh, this is still going. This feels like this episode should have ended and then progressing through that. I enjoyed that. Obviously, all the stuff, yeah, with her breaking it about being attracted to Matt, I thought was great. Uh, I thought, you know, just... It was an episode that gave me, I would say, everything I wanted, if that makes sense. And I say that because, like, his introduction to the courtroom, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm like, I hope we get a lot of it. And we did. And then it was like, okay, cool. Now it's the superhero antics of it. Like, or I, and then it was the bar scene. I was like, oh, I love this. I love where they're going with this. I love that they're flirting. That's great. Oh, okay. It's, I hope they come back to this. Oh, okay. I hope he reveals his identity. Oh, okay. I hope... And then Jen was like, oh, man, you think they're going to fuck? And I was like, ah, no. At best, maybe we'll get a kiss. And then they fucked. And then we got the walk of shame. I was like, ah, this over-delivered on everything <laughs> yeah. I wanted out of this specific episode as it was happening. Joey Noel. Hello. <clears throat> um, I think this was a great episode. Was Matt Murdock always this, like, charming? Or was this, like, him amped up to another level? Because I don't remember liking him as much as I liked him in this episode. But it's also been years since I've watched Daredevil. Um, I they have great chemistry, great banter. I like that they have like superhero banter when they're talking about like the goons versus the henchmen, and they have like lawyer banter. Like That's it's just really 10 out of 10 all the way around. Um, I like that they also didn't uh drag out the like, oh, I'm keeping this secret from her, and she doesn't know that I'm also a superhero. I like that we just got that out of the way, Dunzo. Um, the, I agree with Greg, the fourth wall breaking in this felt way more intentional and used better. I feel like in other episodes, it kind of feels like an afterthought there where it's like a, oh yeah, this is a thing she does. We have to throw this in randomly in an episode. And I feel like it was really, really good this season or this and episode. The, and the CG, like Road. amazing in this episode. Yeah. It really the felt thing- like, hey, all eyes are going to be here because Daredevil's in it. Huh. We got to amp up the rendering and lighting and all this shit. And I think like... So there was again so many shots of her just super close up that they felt really confident to display because they knew that that shit was going to look really good and it didn't look like just a person in front of a green screen sort of thing that didn't belong there. What's up, Greg? To Joey's comment of did, was he always this charming? My I thought he was super charming in this one as well, Joey. And I had to stop and think for a while on it. My th- my thought is is that this what happens when he's not on his show. Matt mm-hmm. is this charming in Daredevil. However, since we're always with him, we get the weight and the darkness and everything else that's going on in his life that kind of got in the way of him being a charming Matt Burdock. And of course, in the comics, like he's had sex with everybody and had relationships with everybody. Like he's, he, I think this is a very interesting guest star look at what Matt Murdock would look like if he just crossed our paths rather than if we were with him the whole time, like he was in Netflix. But I thought he was great. I thought the hallway fight scene was great for him too, where it was a, hey, let's, show that you know i'm sure disney has is trying to fight a lot of fucking bad will out there for them having a series of like no he's still gonna be punching he's still gonna be cool he's throwing the stick doing the thing pulling it back like i thought they did a great job with that but i thought they did a great job of giving us a super charming matt who i really did love you know back to your point of like joey he didn't hide his identity right he removes the cowl he revealed it at the bar jennifer just didn't accept it right which is so brilliant of like oh he makes suits for me too <laughs> you really look like it blind guy right like she wouldn't even think that he could be a superhero i love that Tim, what did you think also about the music stinger? Oh, are you kidding me, Andy? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Like, they did it. I, I expected them to uh, fourth wall break even more and talk about the the Netflix show and, uh, like, what it means and all that stuff. I prefer this so much more. I love just, like, having the music play. Like, you know I'm a sucker for music stings. What music did they play? The Daredevil theme from the Netflix show. Uh, when, Is it when, when he, he was, was like, walking in? 
no it's when she was like what are you like some type of like like demon this or whatever the hell and he was like no i'm daredevil Daredevil. and like his theme song played in the back and it was just like oh let's fucking go i mean that vibe was the entire episode for me this was anything i could have asked for from the show they totally delivered it and i feel like this was such a great earned thing after seven other episodes that i really enjoyed we have one left we'll see where it goes please don't fuck it up please (laughs) please this is usually the point we get to where we have the one left and we only have one left of a shorter show i don't expect the next episode to be like oh this one's 50 minutes like i think it'll still be the more sitcom style which kind of gives me hope that they're not gonna fuck it up and they're not gonna go too big with the the antics because to me this was such a great kind of end cap to it all and a great setup to what we have next the most interesting thing to me about these shows, especially recently, like nerd pop culture has just been insane. Um, as we we've seen the last couple of weeks with all the different fandoms kind of getting new shows and products. And there's something unique about the game of Thrones intro where I will never skip it. It plays. I'm watching the whole thing. I freaking love it. It gets me in the vibe, gets me in the zone for what we're watching. The Marvel studios intro is the same thing. The difference is game of Thrones. We get 10 times a year. And then we don't get it. And then we come back Marvel studios. It's getting to the point that even I am not getting as excited when I see the Marvel studios intro hit for, for the shows or the movies or whatever it is, unless they have some fun gimmicky thing. There was something about last night when the intro hit that I was just like, I'm in the mood for this. I really am. And I think it's because she Hulk has kind of, gotten me used to every week. I know what I'm looking, I'm going to get, and they've continued to deliver that, which is, what an MCU show can be that it's not just a movie broken up into different parts. It's like, this is an MCU show and they're using that episodic format correctly for it to be a comedy. The show's been consistently funny. It's been consistently building out the MCU world with little lore drops and stuff. This episode did all of that more than anyone previously dropping the whole thing about the Sokovia Accords being uh, revoked, like uh, all of that stuff. I'm just like, this is what I love to see in these things. And they're dropping this shit in She-Hulk. And then we get every single thing I could possibly have asked for of Daredevil. This is the best type of guest appearance, right? Like this isn't a cameo. It is a guest appearance. And we get to see Mm -hmm. him. We get to understand what is Daredevil going to be? What is Matt Murdock going to be in the MCU official 100% with the characters that we know and love? And from Every angle they delivered. We got the whole courtroom scene. We got the flirtation. We got the superhero fight. Him parkouring around looked fantastic. That, to me, is the CG that really stood out. It wasn't even so much the the She-Hulk stuff. I was so impressed with how Daredevil was moving, and it felt like how Daredevil should move. And I feel like we haven't seen that much even in the, the Netflix thing. So that gets me really excited. But for them to then have sex, for them to like have the walk of shame, all of that stuff... The tone was just perfect this entire time. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed with this show and this episode in particular. I'm like, thank you guys. Thank you for doing this. And the way that it ended with the, oh, it should end it by now. Break the fourth wall. I like, talk about it all. What a fun setup for the intelligentsia and whatever's going to happen with them. And I don't know, but we have one episode left and I am thrilled. And then, yeah, another thing for that that we haven't talked about because we're so hung up on the Daredevil stuff of like, again, the show's been so great at, um, I think, tackling what, you know, the incels and assholes and people who don't want there to be female superheroes like right they tackle that week by week i think in terms of it and joey obviously i don't want to speak out of turn you know better than me about all the uphill battles just being a woman is in general <laughs> right of like the early on comment of like walking at night with headphones in ah the dream like shit like yeah. that but to get here and have it be that like they cloned her phone right and there was the whole thing about blood or whatever but like really how they seem like they're gonna take she hulk down is revenge porn like 
that's a pretty relatable thing, I think, in modern day, dark. right? After watching all the other shit I've seen in terms of documentaries and talking to friends, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it's it's done a really good job of like nailing like the adult female experience of just living life. And I really appreciate that. Like you can tell that they've put like care and effort both in like the serious moments, but bringing the levity to it because I feel like because it's something that like me and my friends talk about all the time and like we experience on like kind of a regular basis, you kind of do have to, you do end up joking about it, even though it is on paper so serious just to like break it up and not have to like think about it like that all the time. So I appreciate that they kind of balance it a little bit. Also, I think if they just did it really serious, that'd be a lot for Disney Marvel TV. So they try and break it up a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. They're like ending it this way. It's like that that's so serious. You know, it's yeah. like I didn't expect them to ha- like we saw the picture get taken last week, but I didn't expect them to go like full on like leak this shit this way. Um no, it's like it's so vile and, and disturbing. And like I think that the the show's done a good job of kind of like what you're saying, like playing them for laughs so far a little bit more and like, oh, it's just dumb internet people. But I I mean, especially now that we know that leader's gonna be in New World Order, the next cat movie, like I think we're going to see the serious real side of that where it's like, yeah, "Yeah, there is just a bunch of idiot kids on the internet, but then there's also all these really dark things. And those two things are not different. Like it is like a pipeline that gets you there. So I, I'm very interested in how they're going to handle that, but I think they've done such a great job. And I didn't expect the episode to end this way. And Tim, Mm -hmm. if you're the people at the, at this ball, you got to lock down that Chromecast password. Like (laughs) (laughs) how are you going to let people just pop in like that? Unbelievable security right there. She's Louise. That is an excellent point, Andy. I want to keep Maybe talking she about like this. Maybe she doesn't punch episode. the wall like that. She could have just gone like that and taken it down. But she's so angry. No, the, so angry, angry. the anger came out. Yeah, we're gonna talk about how angry she is in just a second. But before that, remember you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny to get the show ad free. But for everyone else, here's a word from our sponsors. Shout out to NZXT Canvas Gaming Monitors. We are huge fans of NZXT here at Kind of Funny. And I got to say, these monitors, they're Andy Cortez approved, Kevin Coelho approved, and Tim Gettys approved because of their sweet 1440p resolution with 165 hertz refresh rate and one millisecond response hits. That sweet spot for gamers due to the balance of picture and performance. And now available in a 1080p 240 hertz version for the most competitive of gaming situations. They're available in 27-inch and 32-inch curved displays. Variable refresh rate support for all of the major GPUs. You can get the monitor just alone. You can get it with a stand, or you can get it with some pretty cool mounts. There's built-in software support with NZXT Cam that lets you control all your monitor settings directly on your PC. No need to mess with the clunky hardware menus to lock in your desired settings. They thought of it all. It's sold exclusively on NZXT.com. You can learn more about the NZXT FHD Canvas gaming monitors at NZXT.com. NZXT.co slash KFGFHD. That's NZXT.co slash KFGFHD. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking up on your credit score? I don't think so. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. You can start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at Chime.com slash KFGames. That's Chime.com slash KFGames. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa. US 
USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in the 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Get your credit journey started with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes, doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. So one of the most important things that I want to bring up is the just sheer love shown to Tokyo Drift in this episode. All right. We get the thinly veiled reference of them drifting up that parking lot thing, right? And then we just see all these cars and it's like, oh, it's the same model and it's the colors from the Tokyo Drift cars. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And then you think about it a little further and you're like, Andy Cortez, what is one of the most infamous cars from Tokyo Drift? Mitsubishi Eclipse. Bow Wow's Hulk car. That's correct. That is correct, everybody. Where the one that had 3D molded like hands Mm -hmm. or something like that. I forget Mm -hmm. what was actually like like. molded into the body of it. Really, really terrible looking car. Um, (laughs) Hey, everybody, I'm going to say this right now. It's going to be very. Please do. Everybody clear comms. Andy has something to say. I don't like the suit. Her super suit or Daredevil suit? Well, you know what? I don't like hers either, but I don't like this. <laughs> wow. I don't like Daredevil suit. I don't like Daredevil suit. Uh, you I know what? It takes, like, it takes a big man to say that, and it takes a bigger man to stand up next to Andy and agree. I don't like the yellow and red. I don't like it. Now, I'll tell you why I don't like. I'll tell you why I don't like the application of it. It reminds me of when the X Men movies try to real lifeify. It's not a word, but you get what I'm saying. When yep. they try to relifeify the comic version of that how would this comic book costume that's super saturated and obviously very comic-y looking that can't work in the real world how do we make it work in the real world give it super muted colors give it like instead of like a bright yellow it's going to be this really really dark sort of mustard type thing i'm not a fan of that i wish that like i wish it would have been more like his original red suit with really bright yellow accents on some parts of it maybe even just like a super bright yellow helmet i wouldn't mind the bright yellow i just don't like that it's almost like a bronze it kind of reminds me greg of you'll you'll remember this the greatest show on turf the st louis rams when they went from the blue and yellow (laughs) to the blue and gold and it just like it changed never looked great it never looked great i never did never did edward jones the edward jones dome we were hanging out and they were like that doesn't look great i remember this the the ej dome i remember it i I just wish that i just wish that it was more poppy I don't like the muted. I, I like that she called him out for it. I like she's like, oh, you know, ketchup and mustard combos are pretty good when I heard a bold choice or whatever. Andy, yeah. we are in the minority right now. 69% of the vote on uh, our live broadcast on YouTube say they like it. Well, you know what? I, they're not brave enough. They're scared. Yeah, I, I actually don't think you're wrong, but I like it here because I like that it's this show in particular, this one-off episode, like we're not going to see Daredevil in this suit again. So I like getting the comic accurate. Maybe we start here. the show there. Maybe we start the show there and it gets destroyed and he has to go back to it. And he's like, I don't think that's going to be his screencast. Andy didn't like it. I don't think there's a chance this is a suit. I don't think we see this suit again. We might. And like, like to Greg's point, like maybe it gets destroyed or something, but I think this was just like a, Hey, here's a nod to the fucking fans. That's how he originally looked. We're having fun with the fun show. Ah, it's fun show, fun times. Like, what about Shield? Shield just looks like 
she looks like she's just in a powerlifting outfit and or like she's got the cool new version of Avengers Endgame outfit where they all match. Oh, good point. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, no, thank you. And it's not that I think it looks bad. I'm just like, it's not, it's not fun. I'll tell you what, Sorry. why I don't like the, her suit. I wish, yeah, it, it kind of just feels like a, like exercise. Suit. And I understand that it's, you got to be flexible. You got to be, out, you know, I just kind of wish there was like, Greg, sometimes I like it when the wrestlers in the WWE have the pants on. And I mm-hmm. almost wish that there was like pants with like cool color scheme stuff going down her legs. Give her um, pants. What's up? So give her some pants. I mean, yeah, like it could all be skin tight. Like, I, you know, it's whatever. It's just kind of it just doesn't look like a. It looks like the training suit. But when we saw this sort of in the trailers, it kind of just looked like something she was going to be training with. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. as opposed like to yeah as opposed to like here's your iconic suit and i know you know hulk may not necessarily have that either but i don't know i just i kind of wish that there was something more like she has that iconic like singlet but i would just imagine like that's too much tie to show in the modern era but you could and i guess that's what they're aping off of this but still yeah. it's just like mm, no try again i don't like this I mean, I think it is. I think they nailed what they're going for, which is yeah. the singlet, but Modern. a little less sexy, you know? And it's yeah. like, cool. Yeah. But again, we're wrong. 66% of the votes say they like it on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Sounds like they were wrong, too. Cowards. You know what I'm what mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're scared. <laughs> so um, I, I, the- I just wanted to point out the moment that I really loved that kind of set the tone was Matt Murdock absolutely popping off in the courtroom. And yeah, just like, Oof. bam, 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 here's... A, and then she looks at the guy and she's like, who's this asshole? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it, I loved seeing him in his element. And that is because I haven't seen Daredevil in such a long time. I forgot about that aspect. I forgot about how skilled he is and how snappy he is with, you know, his retorts and everything. I, I just loved... It was like maybe the only time in this whole series that I've legitimately really enjoyed the court case instead of watching it to be to laugh at the silly moments between whoever's being defended or whatever like of course when madison was in the court you know we're laughing because she's just silly as hell but this was like legitimately just entertaining to watch two really skilled lawyers go back and forth and kind of have a, a battle of of words with each other i thought it was really really fun yeah they nailed it i agree i agree with that 100 percent so we get into uh, to I, next week. Couple fun setup stuff. Go for it, Craig. I want to shout out the one thing in there at the very end where she's like, "Oh, this should, should end." Blah blah. Well, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? A red Hulk? Am I going to get fridged? <laughs> I mean, either way, I, I like that line. Sorry, but not talking yeah. about next week. Yeah, oh, and, no. and, and, and Lily Pat. This week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, can we give a shout out to the music during the She Hulk and Daredevil fight? Such a banger. I haven't liked music that much since, which Andy, stick with me here. The Halt and Catch Fire theme song is what it reminded oh, me of with like the little do do do. Oh, oh it's so good. It's so good. Everybody watched Halt and Catch Fire, y'all. Jesus. Oh. What a show. It might be a top five Joey show. Wow. Damn. It's very, very good. Um, Wanted to just bring up like next week, right? We It seems this Todd dude is probably the whole king username or whatever if not him then like there there might be someone above or whatever but i do think it's interesting that they brought so much attention to him getting a wakandan spear so mm. i imagine that'll be used in a fight of some sort against oh, she hulk okay. but what's interesting about that it's like so have we ever seen hulk 
face off against Vibranium? Because like, I don't know if it can cut him or not. You know? You mean That's in the MCU, right? You're talking about the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think we have. Hmm. I forget if he's ever interacted with the S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Like, I don't know. Did I think yeah. there's got... I, I, Hulk fought... Um... Ultron. Ultron was made of vibranium in that final form, but granted, that wasn't in like a a spear type of slicey, slicey yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Because we have seen Hulk bleed in Thor Ragnarok when he got bit by Fenrir, the wolf. But that's a magic space wolf, Tim. It is a magic space wolf. You're making really <laughs> good points, Barrett. Yeah, that's like god type level shit. Yeah. Right there. So anyway, just bringing it up. That's interesting not... that they brought attention to that. Um, I I think maybe what they're setting up is. Not necessarily that he's going to have anything to do with it, but somebody knows that he has this. Um, somebody maybe takes it from him or whatever. Um, it's it's the the tool is definitely thrown out there for the writers to use it and for us to go. Oh yeah, I do. Don't be a coward. What's going to happen is the new Black Panther is going to show up next week. Just wow. to get it. Exactly. Black the show Black sucks. <laughs> you know what? I am brave. I will agree with you right there. <laughs> um, one. Uh, I want to say that I like the hardest um, laugh out loud moment that I had was the frog guy. <laughs> like, obviously, the, the ribbon and rip it stuff. Like, I thought it was like silly. It got a couple chuckles from me, but it got a hard laugh from me when he's in the car driving away and you just hear him yell it like in the distance. That shit got me really good. I was cracking up a lot in my room, but I was also just laughing out loud at a lot of moments in the show. I think it just, this was like not only perfect because Matt Murdock was so damn good in it uh, and they're back and forth and their chemistry was amazing. But I do think that every other line delivered was just top notch. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things. Again, we Joey mentioned it, the conversation between She-Hulk and Daredevil about a goon versus a henchman. That was fun. Cold. But then when we got in there, we, the goons were, I'm just, I don't want to be a baby frog. I thought he wanted to call his tadpole. <laughs> How do you not know what a baby frog is? <laughs> great. So damn I also great. loved the my famous secret lair, which is funny. And then to see the giant sign of yeah. it is like <laughs> so building good. on top of it. It's so good. Also, did the, were they teasing Wolverine a little bit with that... Uh... The, the little the, claws when she yeah, jumps out. Yeah. yeah, that was cute. That was cute. Also, to with that scene, Tim, I feel like they're gonna stick the landing on it because she says in there when she kind of notices, like, "Oh, is next week the finale where we're gonna get like a force kind of uh, set piece kind of thing?" I feel like because they were self aware with that, I, I, I think they're gonna find a good balance of like they will have a fight, but it'll still be she Hulkified where it's funny kind of sitcom tongue in cheek stuff, you know. We're hoping, man. I'm hopeful. I'm feeling really good about this. Before we end this episode, right now, how are you guys feeling about this show overall compared to the other shows? Very high. Very high. Like, I, I think that Loki and WandaVision are kind of the standards for me. And then I think uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a lot of hit and a lot of miss. And I think this is kind of like right in that area, maybe above Falcon and Winter Soldier, for being more consistent for me. And um, I think like its weakest episode was still entertaining in a lot of ways. We'll see what the finale does, because that's where we know it's kind of their kryptonite. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really damn good show. And it's been consistently funny and charming and just fun to watch from start to finish. Joey. Uh, I think this is like in my upper tier of Marvel Disney Plus shows with uh, Miss Marvel and WandaVision. 
I think is kind of like my upper echelon of things. Uh, I think that the humor hits, even when like some of the story stuff isn't as like big as some of the other ones have tried to be. Um, and it's just like fun. It's just fun. And I feel like we haven't gotten that in a little bit. And I feel like Miss Marvel kind of treaded on some of those same things, but because this fully leans into being a comedy and stuff like that. And because Tatiana Maslany is so good, I feel like it kind of bumps it. And I, and Joe, I think Hawkeye kind of wanted to be oh yeah something like that, and it just Hawkeye really was like, like a that pretty big too. miss for me. I kind of forget Hawkeye exists every once in a while. I do too, but I when I do remember it, I liked it. <laughs> hmm. But I think I liked, I think I liked Kate Bishop, and I liked Florence Pugh, and I didn't really care about anything same outside of that. Greg Miller, it's a great question. We should wow. do a show where we rank and review all the MCU. <laughs> Maybe we will in uh, two weeks. Uh, uh yeah because no we don't do the finale next week right because uh yeah off. so just so everybody i was gonna say this at the end but just so everyone's clear this uh this week we will be doing werewolf by night in mcu in review uh that drops as of recording tonight at midnight which is exciting um so that'll be an mcu in review this week we are taking next week off to prep for the studio and then we'll return the following week with she hulk in review Still have no fucking idea what werewolves at night is tonight and how that connects to the MCU. So I'm gonna have a great morning tomorrow. You're like, I don't know, this is in universe fiction, or if there's a werewolf superhero, I don't know what the fuck's going. Um, I I, I've really enjoyed this show, but it's one of as I've talked before. I just think the stakes are so much lower on this show, and that's not a bad thing. It's just easier to have like I have no expectation for this show, and usually it's like I said, I wake up and I start doing stuff. I'm like, oh, what? I gotta watch She-Hulk, or oh, She-Hulk's out tonight, or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. It's I think it's I mean. I guess I shouldn't go one by one since we're going to do that eventually. But like, it's, I would agree with Joey that it's probably going to be in my upper echelon of MCU shows. Of like, I've had a great time with this. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I think they've nailed a lot of things in it and I've had a great time. I don't think it, you know, redefined the universe. But as we've said over and over again, these shows don't need to do that. And I, they're actually, you know, when they try to get too big, I think that becomes a problem. So I've enjoyed this more personal Jennifer Walter stories quite a bit. Yeah, I'm loving this. Right now, Loki's my number one, and I don't think that that's going to move just because I feel like the story and implications of it, they just nailed so much, and that finale was so good and so strong. WandaVision's my number two, and I think that for as special as that show is, and it did so much right, I think it's most egregious things are the finale wasn't great, the Ralph Boner stuff sucked, and we didn't get a Quicksilver licensed song action scene and like why even have him if you're not going to do that and i think that she hulk did the opposite they had daredevil and they used him to the full extent so it's like so far this is uh if they stick the landing with uh the finale i think it'll be my number two of the the shows and i think that that's really really complimentary because i love both wandavision and loki and i just i've been loving this and i think that the ramifications of this show it's like it the stakes to me are exactly what i want them to be and i think that this show has done more for the wide mcu and even just introducing us to the idea that there are heroes we don't know about uh which is not something the mcu has really shown us before but like the idea that there are these like d-list people out there like the leapfrogs and all that stuff i love it i think it's great can't wait for next week oh yeah i think even the fact that Matt Murdock was like, I'm Daredevil. And she was like, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, such a yeah. wild thing where it's like, oh yeah, there it reminds me of the boys where it's like there are these like pockets of regional heroes that aren't like the big top tier ones. And what do you do with them and how do they integrate into the systems and stuff like that? Yeah. 
Really interesting stuff. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of this episode of She-Hulk and what you expect in the finale. We will not be back next week, but the week after we will within review for She-Hulk. So stay tuned to see where we rank it against the rest of the Marvel Studios projects. But until next time, have a marvelous day.